Passive income is literally when you make money while you sleep. Instead of earning money from a job, you earn money from your investments. And one way to do that is through bonds. I'm gonna share with you what I-bonds are, how you can make money from them, and what other factors you and I should consider as investors. Let's go. First of all, what is a bond? Bond is debt. If you lend someone money, they pay you back interest. It's basically an IOU. They used to be issued on physical paper with fancy scripts like this. Now it's all digital, of course, but there are two main types of bonds that you need to know about. The first is government bonds and the second is corporate bonds. For our purposes, I bonds are a type of government bond and government bonds are usually a little bit safer because they're backed by the taxing authority of the government. So if the United States Treasury issues a bond, you can pretty much guarantee that you're gonna get your interest payments because they can just tax the population if they need to raise more money. Now, I-bonds are a series of bonds created by the US Treasury in 1998. And the thing about this type of bond is that it's tied to inflation. Now, if we look at fixed rate bonds from the US Treasury, these are bonds that pay a certain amount of interest and are more of like your typical plain vanilla government bond. Those bonds right now are paying around 3%. If we look at other types of bonds, for example, EE series savings bonds, which is another type of bond, they pay 0.1%, which is pretty lame. The reason why many investors are excited about I-bonds right now is the current rate is 9.6%. But let's break that down. You see, with I-bonds, you actually have two interest rate components. You have a fixed rate component, and then you have a variable rate component. And those two added together results in the interest rate that you get paid. Now, we can see from this handy-dandy chart from the U.S. Treasury that the fixed rate component right now is actually 0%. That means that the entire interest rate that we're getting from this type of bond is the variable rate. And we can see also from this chart that this variable rate is, well, it's variable. It changes a lot. In past years, it's been higher, it's been lower, but for the most part, it's been lower. And here's the reason. The variable rate is tied to the consumer price index. So basically inflation, when prices are rising, they're going to raise that rate. When prices are falling, they're going to lower that rate. Okay, Alex, well, how long can I expect to get this variable rate for? Well, with I-bonds, the variable rate portion of the interest resets every six months. So it gets set in May and then it gets set again in November. So come November, that variable rate is going to change. We just don't know by how much. Let's walk through a quick example right now to show you how much money you might actually be making by investing in this type of bond right now. Let's say you put $1,000 into I-bonds today. You start with $1,000 and then you get that combined rate of 9.6% interest. Now that interest compounds semi-annually, so twice a year. So at the end of this period, you'd have $1,048. So then let's say that the rate goes down. Let's say the fixed rate stays at zero because looking back at our chart, we see that the fixed rate has almost always been zero, <laughs> at least in recent memory. And then the variable rate, it's tied to inflation, right? So if inflation comes back down, we're not gonna make as much money. So let's say that six months from now, we get a 5% variable rate and therefore 5% combined rate. We're gonna be making $1,095 at that point. Now I'm assuming inflation is only gonna be 4% or so more longer term. And then we can run that calculation down for five years and we see that we end up with 
$1,281 at the end. Now, these calculations assume that inflation is going to come back down to more typical levels over the next few years. But the thing is, even if I'm wrong about that and inflation stays high, yeah, you're going to get a higher rate on your interest, but prices are going to be higher. So then kind of what's the point? It's also important to mention that with this type of bond, you're required to hold it for at least one year. And if you hold it for less than five years, you get penalized three months of interest. So the interest that you were getting, you're not even going to get that much of it if you cash in too early. What's a better option? Well, you could go into long-term fixed rate treasury bonds. And right now it's around 3% or so is the going interest rate, which isn't that great. It more or less matches the long-term rate of inflation. The good news is that it's fixed, it's guaranteed. But the bad news is also that it's fixed, it's guaranteed. If inflation stays really high, well, then you're stuck there earning 3% and you're losing money in real terms. Now, that's not to say that fixed year treasuries are always a bad investment or I-bonds or EE savings bonds are always a bad investment. Sometimes bonds can offer very attractive opportunities. If we look back in history in September of 1981, interest rates were really high and you could have gotten a fixed 30-year treasury bond for 15%. That means if you bought that bond, you would be earning 15% each and every year guaranteed for 30 years. Now, I wasn't alive back then, but if I was and I was investing, you bet I would have bought those bonds. So really, what do you do? Well, I personally am not going to invest in I-bonds because I don't think the interest rate is really that great once you account for all of those factors that I just mentioned. But you could buy something like a dividend-paying stock. I mean, Shares of Altria, the tobacco giant, are trading right now such that the dividend yield is over 8%. Now, that's a lot of passive income. Now, maybe Altria is not for you, but there are other options too. You can look at a ton of dividend-paying stocks if passive income is your thing. Bonds right now are getting more attractive, but they might get even more attractive to the point where I would consider them over stocks. But really, if I'm being honest, I'd rather just buy shares of to be continued later on Stock Stories.